the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Merry Christmas. Some of you are coming back to church for maybe the fifth time this week, so welcome back or welcome for the first time. Um, it has been a joyous and full week. Thank you for joining us on this second day of Christmas and the first Sunday after Christmas. So this is December 26th, which is also known as the Feast of St. Stephen's, except on a Sunday, and there are these church rules about what needs to be read and experienced in church. Y'all just come, and we, we work that out. Um, but I also want to name that today is the day when we remember St. Stephen's. Now, if we were to have Mass every day, we would have a Mass tomorrow to celebrate St. Stephen's, but the church office is closed tomorrow. I will be off and relaxing. So I want to name that we hold up this day, this founder, not only of faith, but also the namesake of this place. So this is a joyous day, to be sure. We hold on to the readings appointed for the first Sunday after Christmas, which includes this beginning, this prologue from John. It's a Genesis story. It's a where we are rooted story. Now it's, it's told from long after the date of Jesus's birth. It's told by John looking back. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. These beautiful, poetic, reflective words of peace, of depth, of meaning. So we hold to these words of reflection and looking back to where we started today. Now perhaps as you gathered for Christmas yesterday or as you reflected on times past, maybe you thought back to an earlier time of maybe pictures that you've seen of your first Christmas or thinking about special firsts of gathering to celebrate the birth of Jesus. Maybe Christmas this year was a little bit different. Maybe people that were a fixture in your life weren't there in the same way. We still look back and think to those beginning stories. We find joy in them and we also find heartache. And so sometimes with the clutter of wrapping paper and gift bags on the floor, that pain and that joy get muddled together. And it's sometimes hard to know what are the things that we hold on to on these days. So the words from John are helpful today in that the light shines in the darkness and the light, the light won out. The darkness did not overcome the light. Jesus was that light, and we hold to this scripture to remind us of this over and over again. I, I read an article that came out yesterday from Psychology Today, of all places, talking about love. 
And if we think about Jesus, we think about light, we think about love, we think about salvation. So this article was talking about how love is drawn into each piece of our human nature. The poet Mary Oliver wrote, except as we have loved, all news arrives as from a distant land. Everything we hear and receive and pick up on feels foreign except for love. It's imbued within us. That love taps into something deep and it keeps us tethered to one another even when we have differences. Maybe your Christmas gatherings have had some tension in them. That happens sometimes when people gather and spend lots of time together and are tired. Love is what binds us together. Love is the word lived out. If you've looked at the news or heard the news, we also learned today that Archbishop Desmond Tutu died. He was 90 years old. He was Archbishop in South Africa and a man of peaceful work, a prophet to many. And Justin Welby, the Archbishop of Canterbury, wrote about his friend this morning. Evidently, he was known to his friends as Arch. So Justin writes about Arch. He says that Arch's love transformed lives of politicians and priests, township dwellers and world leaders. He was a man of words and action, embodying hope and joy that were foundations in his life. Justin also writes of Arch's uncanny political sensibility so that amid wounds and war, Desmond Tutu could bring healing and be an apostle of peace. Justin even writes that people attested to, after being in Arch's presence, that they saw the love of Jesus in his eyes, that multiple people would report the same sense, that Jesus' love was present. That love, that action word, that verb was present. We were talking as we were getting ready this morning um, that one of Becky and my professors in seminary talked about the gospel as being an action verb so that you could gospel. So we're gospeling as we tell the news of Jesus. Archbishop Desmond Tutu did lots of gospeling. I bet you can think of others who are really good at gospeling, living into that love so that Jesus' love and word rest upon your tongue, shine from your eyes, and are lived out in all that you do. Whether this is your first time in church for a long time or your 17th time this week, 
We're called to be a gospeling people. And that's what this gospel from John is filling us with, this inspiration to go and tell and spread the word. Because it wasn't just the word that we studied, right? We hear the word became flesh and lived among us. Jesus became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory. And what struck me differently this morning was that this glory is as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth, only son, this beloved, living fully, bringing grace and truth to all. And so while we honor St. Stephen and know that Stephen's discipleship was grounded in the love of Jesus, for Stephen sacrificed himself to make sure that others' needs were advocated for. Stephen would not have acted as such unless the love of God through Jesus had been imbued in him. Because we as prophets and pastors and peacemakers do not do that for our own purpose. We do it for a higher cause. We do it for love. And as we know, Jesus, we call the Prince of Peace, and yet the peace that Jesus brings isn't always perfectly easy and still and comfortable. That peace disturbs us. That peace is pushing us to act. Which brings me to how I want to close this day, which is praying a prayer that's attributed to Archbishop Desmond Tutu. And it was adapted from an original prayer by Sir Francis Drake. So as we listen for the word, as we look for the light of Christ, please pray with me. Disturb us, O Lord, when we are too well pleased with ourselves, when our dreams have come true because we dreamed too little, because we sailed too close to the shore. Disturb us, O Lord, when with the abundance of things we possess, we have lost our thirst for the water of life. When having fallen in love with time, we have ceased to dream of eternity, and in our efforts to build a new earth, we have allowed our vision of heaven to grow dim. Stir us, O Lord, to dare more boldly, to venture into wider seas where storms show thy mastery. 
where losing sight of land, we shall find the stars. In the name of him who pushed back the horizons of our hopes and invited the brave to follow. Amen.